We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's uh, talk to Jason Longshore, the man of many podcasts, who is uh, lining up uh, you know, to uh, talk about a lot of fun things in town. It's good to be a podcast guy when you're doing United and the Hawks suddenly. Uh, and he joins us this morning, as he does every week, at the WaveFord.com hotline. WaveFord is Atlanta's Ford dealer. Hey, Jason. Jason. What's up, guys? Nothing much, nothing much. You know, we have very limited video of Atlanta United's friendly. But the one, the little bit that we did see, what could you take away from their uh, matchup with, uh, was it Tormenta? Am I saying it correctly? Tormenta? Yeah, South Georgia Tormenta from down in Statesboro. Um, you can't take much from it, to be perfectly honest. I mean, it's it's shot to, to not give you very much. It's not giving you anything from a, a philosophical, a tactical perspective. Um, it's just good to see the activity. It's good to see some goals. It's good to see Jake Mulraney pop up in multiple spots here with goals and assists. It's good to see that depth, and you saw a lot of different faces. This is a team that, with CONCACAF Champions League starting the season, with you know hopefully a run in that competition, who knows what the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup is going to look like this year, but just a, a season where you know you've got some expectations here. You're going to need depth. We, we saw it last year. You're going to have injuries. You're seeing it in you know teams and sports all over the world right now. You do still have issues with with the coronavirus. You're going to have players miss games. You need as many different players who can contribute as possible. And that was the number one thing I took away. It's just a lot of different faces involved on Saturday. Uh, Jason Longshore, uh, host, uh, host uh, uh, Atlanta United analyst and host of uh, two of the more popular podcasts that we produce. Uh, the, uh, of course, Stoppage Time, which has been immensely popular of Atlanta United, and now the uh, No Swag Shop. We'll talk to him about that No Swag Shop and the Hawks going for seven in a row tonight in just a couple of minutes. But first, a couple of notes about United. I noticed that you uh, popped out a depth chart, for lack of a better term, for the starting 11 for United. What is the most competitive position on the team? Well, I think there's there's two. One right now is who will start at center back with Miles Robinson. There are the rumors about Alan Franco coming in from Independiente in Argentina. That is, is on the horizon. It's not done yet. That could happen. That would solve that problem. But for CONCACAF Champions League, it, it's not all that likely he would be ready to go on April 6th. So who gets the start next to Robinson? The other one is, is who completes the midfield trio. You know, I, I think it's a safe assumption that you'll see Santiago Sosa starting. I think Marcelino Moreno, who it's been mentioned maybe is playing out in a wider position at times. Um, if he's not in a central position, that could open up that area for Ezekiel Barco coming inside, very fluid between those two switching. Who's the other one going to be in the midfield trio? Is it Emerson Heinemann? Is it Mateo Sosetu? Does Mo Adams factor into that when he is back from, from a sports hernia surgery? does Franco Ibarra factor into that? You've got a, a good competition for the central midfield. Well, no, uh, Atlanta like United. Oh, excuse, I'm sorry, John. What did you say? I, I'm just kind of curious who you like the most. I, who's the best? Is Jose, uh, yeah, I, I, I saw this. I'm sorry, Hugh. I just want to follow on this. No, you're good. You, know, you, you had Jose to behind Hyman. Is, a, is Jose to been a bit of a disappointment? Because I expected him to have 
a, a dramatic impact on this team, and, I, and I'm not trying to dog him at all, but, you know, you, you mentioned the names, but who, who actually is the best, in your opinion? Well, you got to look at what's best for the way this team's going to play, and, and it's different than it was last year when Mateo Sosetu was acquired and brought in from Brazil. I think Hosetsu came in, and it took him a while to get going. He had some really good performances in a differently structured midfield last year. Emerson Hyndman also came in with a lot of expectation, and I think you know it's it's kind of easy to forget that Emerson Hyndman was a guy who had pretty extensive experience in England, um, Premier League clubs, Championship clubs, spent some time in Scotland as well. Emerson Heinemann, I think, can fit the way that Gabriel Heinze wants the, his midfielders to play a little bit better in that attacking role, sitting behind Joseph Martinez and in the gap between Joseph and the right winger, which could be Jurgen Dom. Heinemann did really well in that position early last season before everything shut down and everything got inconsistent. He struggled a little more in the second half. Hosechu had some better performances in the second half. But on paper, I think Heinemann has the characteristics that might suit Gabriel Heinze's way of playing a little bit better. You know, speaking of that, uh, they got another friendly coming up this weekend in Charleston, and this is one that we'll actually get to see. So what should the fans that are watching, what should we watch for, Jason? So this is a, a really different kind of, of setup on Saturday. It, it's much more of a you know, shared training session between the two teams than a friendly. It's going to be structured differently. You're not going to have a 90-minute match. It's going to be four 30-minute segments. You're going to see a lot of mixing and matching uh, of lineups and situations, too. So it's not going to look like a regular game. I mean, what you're looking for here, the depth is a big piece. You're looking at combinations of players and maybe who is together in which grouping. Not the 11, but Who's on the back line together? Who's in the midfield together? Who's up front together? Those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And you're just looking for sharpness. You're looking for players who are getting into that match rhythm a little bit. you still got time, but if you're there now, you're going to be better off by the time you get to April 6th. You're a little bit behind now. You do have time to catch up, but it's going to be harder to win that playing time. That's what you're looking for out of this one on Saturday. And, of course, Atlanta United season, April 6, U.S. Open Cup, April 17, uh, down in Mickey Mouse land against uh, the uh, Lazy Lions for the opener. Uh, the um, No swag shop, okay? you got. By the way, I need to go to the swag shop. I need a haircut bad. I know that. Uh, is uh, this run of the Atlanta Hawks uh, got, got your attention a little bit, huh, Jason? What, what not? How about going yeah. for seven in a row? Didn't expect it to, to happen. Um, didn't expect it to happen in this way. I mean, we talked about the potential for a new coach bump, and, and it's continued on. You've got guys making shots right now, and you've got guys who are, are contributing, and the exciting thing is ahead of this upcoming road trip that's going to be really difficult, you might be getting some guys back that we didn't really know when we'd see DeAndre Hunter or Chris Dunn. They might be back. Um, they're going to go on the trip. And that's a big step. You know, maybe they don't play. They're not They're not in the team tonight. They're not going to be in the team probably the first game or the second game. But maybe by the end of that road trip, you're getting healthier than you've been all year long. Are we still in the throes of the new coach smell, though? Because that's what I'm trying to weigh it against. I don't want to get, you know, overly optimistic because, you know, to your point, you know, having a new coach in, that, that changes things. But are we so, – so in your eyes, are we still in the throes of the new coach smell? Yeah, I think that's part of it, but 
I don't know if the new coach has an impact on guys hitting open shots. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't think Lloyd Pierce was affecting guys missing wide open shots either. You know, you've got guys who are hitting, you've got confidence growing. Now, I do think that confidence growing could be coming from the coaching change. Mm-hmm. You know how it is, you. I mean, you have somebody new in charge and, and the situation changes. The guys are feeling that pressure. And I think the, the message that Nate McMillan gave them day one that, you know, look, it's, it's our fault, all of us collectively, that Lloyd Pierce isn't here anymore. we got to fix that. And I think you're getting guys who are stepping up because they feel that pressure and they saw the repercussions of poor performances. Yeah, I agree. I just want, you know, it's always great to get a, another person's perspective when you're watching because you just don't want to be, you know, you want to be well-rounded. You, you, you don't want to be one-sided. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way that you do. I think he's doing, and, and I just want to say, I think Coach McMillan is doing a wonderful job right now, but it, it just kind of makes you wonder, you know, how much, how, how much of a balancing act all of that is. I think he's got a good sense of what this team needs, not so much on the court, but I think how he's communicating with the guys, the relationships he's building, the chemistry he's building, I think he gets that right now. And that's where that new coach can see what maybe was going wrong before, wasn't in a place to fix it, now he can. Now he can change that mood and change that vibe. All right, uh, Jason, you are uh, the uh, host of two of the most popular podcasts in Atlanta sports, uh, maybe the number one and, and growing fast on the No Swag Shop. Where can the fans listen to you? Where can they find you? So we've got lots of stuff coming up. No Swag Shop today, 3 o'clock on the 92.9 The Game Facebook page, facebook.com slash 92.9 The Game. You can go back and watch yesterday's stoppage time where we dug into that depth chart and, and had a lot more explanation about guys who can play different roles for Atlanta United. That's up archived. And there's also interviews from yesterday as well. Mike and I were able to catch up with Jackson Conway and with Tyler Wolf, two of the young homegrown players who are starting to break through for Atlanta United. So check those out on that 929 The Game Facebook page, facebook.com slash 929 The Game. Jason, as always, do appreciate it. Thanks much. Thanks for having me, guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.